Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're speaking today with James Chesson, Chief Economist and Group Director for the American Bankers Association. The topic, of course, is the banking industry and confidence. Jim, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm happy to be here. What would you say from your uh, from your insight is the state of customer confidence in banking institutions today, given all that we've seen over the past several weeks? Well, obviously, I think banking uh, customers have been a little nervous as they see all the bad news. Uh, the good news, though, is that for um, most banks that have well under the insurance limit, which is now two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars, you know, per account. Um, they're protected fully. Uh, there, it hasn't been a loss of a single penny in any insured deposit uh, since the FDIC was was created back in 1933. Now, Jim, I get the sense that a lot of people, whether in the media or consumers, just think of banks as one big industry. But there's some key differences between Wall Street and Main Street. What are some of those you want to point out to people? Oh, there's a tremendous amount of difference between you know the the banks that you see in practically every corner in our communities and and the Wall Street investment banks. Um, first is that the retail banks have FDIC insurance. They're protecting the deposits of, of consumers. They have a relationship business which is built on meeting the long-term needs of customers. Uh, second is that banks have a more capital, those resources that back all the lending that they do, um, and that's critically important when the economy slows down and, and all businesses suffer and losses are taken. In fact, uh, the commercial banks had twice the amount of capital that investment banks had, and and that's the reason why many of those investment banks had trouble is there were there were losses. They just didn't have the financial resources that banks have had to really weather the storm and continue to open their doors every day to meet their customer needs. Do you get the sense that people don't understand just how safe and sound the average community bank is? Well, I think that there is certainly nervousness. It's hard not to see all the headlines and watch the stock market bounce back and forth. But I think what people are really starting to appreciate is is their community bank is the best place for their money. In fact, it is probably the safest place to put your money right now. And not only that personal attention, um, but you have the confidence of the FDIC standing behind those deposits, certainly you know below two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And I should point out the FDIC is fully funded by the banking industry. The banks pay premiums. They built the fund up to $45 billion. Uh, it has the amount of adequate reserves to cover any of the problems uh, that the FDIC might have. Jim, thinking about your membership, what are some of the top questions that banks are hearing from their customers right now? And what are some of the good answers they're offering to them? Well, obviously, we have a lot of customers that are, that are asking about you know, the safety of their deposits. And, and, of course, that simple answer is that FDIC covers that. Um, secondly, banks, I think, are telling their customers all the time about the amount of capital that they have that supports their lending and also the amount of reserves, that kind of rainy day fund that banks put aside to cover possible losses. And you know, the industry today has over $1.3 trillion in capital, and they have another couple hundred billion dollars 
uh, worth of reserves, this kind of rainy day fund to absorb losses. So I think what banks are telling customers is their money is very safe in the bank because of FDIC, because of the capital. And for those uh, you know, businesses or individuals that have a lot more in the bank, there's also ways the bank can help them in structuring that uh, account so they get added protection. You know, it's interesting. I met with a group of banking executives a few weeks ago, and I asked them how many were hearing from their customers, and all the hands in the room shot up. I asked them how many were reaching out to their customers, and not so many. And it struck me that maybe there aren't a lot of people that are really reaching out to sort of instill or strengthen the confidence. And I wanted to ask you, what are some of the specific things that banking executives can be doing to strengthen and instill this sense of customer confidence? Well, I think certainly they're they're trying to reach out to their customers. I've talked to many banks over the last few weeks that said they're actually proactively going out to their customers, you know, making sure that they understand the FDIC insurance. Uh, they're certainly more visible um, in in their communities. They're training their tellers to make sure that they can answer those simple questions uh, that people have, so that you give some comfort to to consumers. Um, so I think it's just, you know, the bankers being out in communities, you know, writing those op-eds, giving the speeches that they that they often do. And, and I, I think those outreach programs are, are really already being done in most communities. Well, that's good to hear. Now, we all know that budgets are tight and human resources are going to be scarce and financial resources. From what you see, what are the top three business priorities that banks have right now going into 2009? Well, I, I think there, there's a number of things. First of all, they, they want to be prudent in how they approach any, any new loans. Um, certainly, when the economy slows down, the, the risk of not getting repaid on those loans becomes greater. So I think just a, a prudent approach to make sure that they have good underwriting standards. Uh, that means they're asking more questions of, of their customers, and, and I think actually that dialogue is very good. Uh, because not only for individuals, they need to understand what their debt level is, but businesses also need to have a plan to make sure that they can they can weather the storm. Uh, the second is really reaching out to customers that um, may be having financial difficulty. Uh, and I would say for any customer, whether it's a business or individual, if they're feeling like they're under some strain, they may not make their payments for their loans, that it's best to talk to the bank right away because there are greater options. And I think the third thing is that banks are doing is just opening their doors to meet their customer needs. And if there's any question that anyone has, you need to seek out the banker, whether it's to take on a new loan or to change the repayment on the loans that you have. Where do you see some of the growth opportunities for banks right now in this economy? Uh, well, you know, the economy is obviously slowing, so I, I think, you know, that there there's going to be this need to look for opportunities. Obviously, we've seen great opportunities for export markets in energy and agriculture. Uh, I think there's a lot of businesses that are that are still have the capacity to grow, even in a weak economy, and I think banks are, are seeking out those types of, of borrowers. And, of course, consumer spending is just critical to, to our economy. I think there's this misperception that banks are not uh, willing to lend, whether to, to individuals or to businesses, and that's simply not true. The, the best customers that have a great payment history, well, histories will always have access to credit, 
And if there's a need and there's a good reason for that borrowing, by all means, stop into the bank and have a discussion. What types of services do you see banks investing in now sort of as uh, competitive differentiators in this marketplace? Well, obviously, customer service is the number one differentiator that we've that we've seen. I think that's just critical. Um, I think banks are really working hard with business customers now to try to set up the, kind of the cash management programs to set up the ways to for businesses to send electronically the kinds of payments that they're receiving so that they're capturing those payments very early at, at those businesses processing those payments very quickly. So I, I think it's back to just making sure that services are provided, particularly to business customers, make sure that credit's available uh, for individuals. So in this electronic world, it's really how much can you make use of that and, and be the most efficient that you can. Do you see a lot of your members talking about mobile banking now? Oh, sure. There's always the uh, the effort to try to, to move into other, more convenient ways to provide services. Um, I don't think any of us thought 10 years ago that, that every one of us plus our 13-year-old children, you know, would have would have cell phones. So the idea that you can make your banking transaction wherever you are, by the phone or on your computer at home or you know, whatever other convenient way you find, is certainly where resources are being placed into the in the in the efforts by banks. So given those efforts, Jim, and the criticality of confidence right now, what do you see as your members' greatest security concerns right now? Well, I'm not sure exactly what, what you mean by security concerns. Obviously, we've seen uh, you know a lot of, of concerns over over security identity theft. There's been a lot of fraud. They worry about uh, customers that have mortgages that are being scammed by by these people who are offering to resolve their credit problems. So you know it's that old saying: if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And we would urge any that has a loan, a mortgage, they may be having problems, talk to your banker. Don't be caught up with these people that are trying to offer services that are end up going to cost you more and, and take your money. One last question for you, Jim, as we're, we're going into the last couple months of the year. What sort of trends do you look for in the banking industry that, um, that will sort of round out everything that we've seen so far this year? Well, I think the critical thing right now is that banks are really trying to put the losses behind them. They're writing those off. It's obviously a painful experience, and we'll see the third quarter earnings not as strong as they would before. But it really is that process when they know that they're not getting repaid on certain loans. You've got to put those losses behind you because the critical thing now is to open that door every day and to make good loans to those customers that are coming in, whether those businesses that are trying to just meet their inventories, make their payrolls, or expand their business, as well as customers with legitimate needs to borrow, whether it's for that car or that, or that home improvement or even to start a new business themselves. Very good. Jim, we appreciate your time and your insight today. No, I'm always happy to do it. Thanks very much, Don. been talking to James Chesson, Chief Economist and Group Director of the American Bankers Association. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.